what is up lefties how is it going it is your boy michael harris joined as always with lincoln cook how's it going you know when life gives you horse manure you just say i'm going to usams next week and man we got a fun show for you today so let's get going man perfect um we got it do you want me to, to recap or preview the show? Sure. Yeah, give us a rundown of what's to come. Okay. Well, I think this is going to be a very fun episode for us. Not only because we're another week closer to USAMs, but you've got a tournament this weekend. Yeah. So we get to do a little bit of a in-the-bag tournament prep for you. Yep. Uh, we're going to first start out with, of course, Disc Golf News and Notes. We're going to recap the Cascade Challenge that went down this weekend in Shelton, Washington. We're going to do uh, our picks for the Portland Open this weekend in Portland, Oregon, not Maine for any losers who think that Portland, Maine is better than Portland, Oregon. And then we're going to do a a dealer's choice, 20 questions to try to guess the disc that I'm thinking of, followed by your in the bag for your tournament. And we'll talk a little bit about your tournament as well. And then we'll finish it off with the the tournament prep that we're doing this week. Yeah. Perfect. Before we get into Cascade Challenge, next week is going to be, of course, a very special episode because it's the week before or or the couple days before USAMs. But we are going to be doing and live in the person or in person. Yeah. Podcast next week. Not on Zoom. So that's going to be really fun. It's going to be sweet. Just sit, chat, talk about disc golf. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll have a lot of time on our hands, and we might come out with a few extra episodes. We might do a Instagram or YouTube live for any of mm-hmm. our listeners That'd that want to. Yeah. So we'll have time to kill. Um, we can have Connor come on for once, and um, for once, we'll, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just we'll just have a good time next week for sure. So make sure to follow us Sick. on our socials for all the uh, behind the scenes of USAMs. So I'll get that posted in the in the show notes for sure. Sweet, I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna do some posting myself on social media, which I never do. But yeah, perfect. Why not, right? Yeah. All right, Cascade Challenge. Okay, Cascade uh, Challenge. Welcome to the Northwest. Uh, we got uh, lots of trees here. So uh, we had going from the MPO uh, first through almost 15th, I guess. But we had Ricky Waisaki taking it down. He is uh, he's back. Um, followed by I mean, I'm not going to say he's fully back because this no, no, was no. not a a pro tour win, even though it's kind of a DGPT silver win. Yeah. But it was good to see him competing at a higher level than what he had been earlier. A win is a win. In the limited time that he has been. I wouldn't classify this as like that prestigious prestigious of a tournament to win. But for him, the season that he has been having so far, I mean, just because he's been out for so long, to come back, put three good rounds together, get that win, like get back in the winner's circle can only give him so much confidence going forward. So 100%. Um, so he won it. And then coming up second is Matt Bell and Evan Scott. 
followed by Evan James. Scott, man. Yeah. It's a kid. 17. Yeah. Just put it all together, you know. Uh, James Conrad, Eagle McMahon, Anthony Barella, and Yona Heinenen. Probably butchered that nice. name. Uh, Andrew Marweed in eighth place. And then we had a six-way tie. Six-way? Seven-way seven yeah. tie? Connor O'Reilly, Garrett Gerthy, Isaac Robinson, Andrew Presnell, Gavin Babcock, and Eric Oakley. Rounding out the top. Six-way tie for top, ninth place. Top 14. Yeah. So <laughs> Crazy. Were you able to watch uh, any any coverage? I didn't watch any live. I watched a few post-produced um, shots here and there. I watched a lot of the highlights, but um, mm-hmm. not really. It looked like a a great technical course. Uh, lots of varying distances. Lots of u- kind of unique shots were required. Um, a lot of trees, but not like very tree line where it just, it just required a lot of like accurate shots off the tee. Um, yeah. It looked like a course that I would enjoy playing because you don't need to be the longest thrower. You need to just hit your, hit your targets. Yeah. Uh, for instance, Anthony Barella who did well, you know, fifth place. Yeah. He had a shot on a par four that was like 600 feet. And that 600 foot shot did not put him in any, any position better than a 450 foot shot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like it's, that 150 feet didn't, didn't gain him much benefit because it was all about the approach shot anyways. So yeah. it was like, I don't know. I, I liked that though. You know, it didn't yeah. give, it required more, uh, hitting your landing zones at specific distances. Yeah. Within the woods. Yeah. It kind of, so that was cha- cool. It, it challenged. Of, of, person's entire game instead of just mm-hmm. their distance and putting abilities. Um, obviously you still have to make your putts, but your forehand, backhand, distance control, angle control, all that it was, was tested in the woods. And speaking of testing your entire game, James Conrad put on a clinic in yeah. round one. Yeah. Shot minus 14. Mm-hmm. Started out five birdies, then a par, then four birdies, then a par, and finished with three birdies. So it's just he was just ripping them off. It was a ten ninety six rated round. Yeah, why? Take them, take ratings with a grain of salt, but he bested still the field impressive. By the second place person behind him was three strokes back, and that that's just the second round place, one. So like, that's insane. Um, but I thought the course was good because he followed that up with a, what is that score? Minus second round was only minus six. He had a double and three bogeys, but like there wasn't, there was trouble, but it didn't seem like it, it seemed very fair where it wasn't like gimmicky. It's just some days you can be throwing the disc and, the trees are invisible and the other days you will get every kick known to man. So. Yep. And Ricky won playing consistent. He went minus nine, minus nine, minus 11. So yeah, yeah. that's what it takes to win, you know, three great rounds, mm-hmm. especially um, when it's a three round tournament. Like yeah. we always talk about. Yeah. Got to start. But 
So cool. Moving on to FPL. It's a, it a good good tournament in preparation for Portland Open, which will be you know, kind of a similar vibe, if you will. Yeah. Uh, FPO, we had Cat Merch taking it down at minus 11, uh, followed by Sayananda at minus 8, and then a three way tie for third with Holland Hanley, Maria Oliva, and Lisa Fakis oh. at minus 4. So the the normal suspects rose to the top, and then Cat Merch just kind of ran away with it at the end there. Yeah, I mean, she beat Sayananda in the final round by four strokes yeah, and won the tournament by three. So it's really just that final round. Yep. They were tied going into it pretty much. Yeah. I think Sai had the one-stroke so, lead, but not much. Yeah. Right. Really? They're neck and neck. So yeah. good to see Kat take it down, though. She has been playing well all season. So Yeah. Pretty good solid. All right. On to the okay. Portland Open. You want to pull Portland up Portland our... Open, baby. Pull up our picks. Yes, sir. So this was the one tournament last year that I wasn't able to watch. And yeah. I have it on my save to you know, watch. watch later on YouTube. And yeah. I still haven't got there. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, All right. Can you gonna see take, this? Yep. Going to take place on a beautiful looking golf course property. Pristine, manicured, and have them throwing... All sorts of directions. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, do you want to go over your picks? Yeah. Yeah. I took Eagle McMahon because this is the type of course he thrives on. Yep. I also took Gru Gibson or sorry, Gru Dibson, as some people call him. Uh, Aaron Goose Gossage, Cole Radolin, who's a Northwest kid, and James Proctor, who's also a Northwest Probably. player, right? Is he from Oregon or Washington? I think he's from Oregon, but I can't don't remember. Quote, don't quote me. They're that. they're Northwest people. We kind of group them together a little bit. Yeah. And then my wild card pickup took Ryan Chesla, who is from Corvallis, Oregon. So yeah, I, I went with the, a, a little bit of uh, Northwest Northwest centric team this yeah. week. Yeah, smart. Uh, I got to choose Ricky Wysocki. I think he'll kind of ride that wave of last week. Um, and he's just hungry to play disc golf, and you don't want to play against Ricky when he's when he's hungry to play. Um, and then Ezra, Ezra, Nicholas Antala, Kyle Klein, Adam Hammes, and then my um, dark horse pick is going to be Jaden Rye, young bomber out of Texas. So, Team Lonesfer. Yeah, let's go. Then your FPO, or you want to go mine? Mine. Um, yeah, you can go your FPO. So even though Kristen is there, we wanted to. Well, I decided I wanted to just kind of wait. Um, she's had a lot of time off, a lot of times out of the state. Um, I mean, when she started the season, kind of at that Waco tournament, she stumbled into that win. Um, so I could easily see her doing it again. Um, but I just picked. Own Scoggins, Cat Merch, and Emily Beach. So a lefty, someone who's hot, yeah, and then picks. someone who is always consistent. Yeah. Uh, I also did not take Kristen, primarily because I want to take her for DDO. 
I don't know why. Just like that's a course that she would just shred compared to everybody else. Yeah. Well, she won worlds uh, on it. So. so I took Katrina Allen. Uh, true. Yeah. We'll give her that. Uh, I took Katrina Allen, Missy Gannon, and Rebecca Cox. Nice. Which I believe Rebecca had a pretty good finish there last year at this tournament. So cool. perfect. Okay. Those are picks. Um, any short and sweet. Yeah. Anything you're like excited to see or looking forward to or worried about this upcoming tournament? Uh, I haven't checked what the weather's going to be like. There's usually always rain or something yeah. in the forecast. I mean, we are June and tomorrow is June. So welcome. Welcome to June. Haven't checked the forecast, but it's usually rain still. Uh, but I'm just excited to, to watch a disc golf tournament on my homeland. Yeah. Um, so that's all. That's all that I have to say. Yeah. I'm excited for a few things. I just looked up weather and it's going to be 72, 74, 80, and 78. So beautiful. Absolute perfect weather. Um, and there's never that much wind. No. Unless it's like stormy. Yeah. So it should be pretty ideal scoring conditions for sure for those players. Um, a yep. few things that I'm looking forward to is one is a four-round event, um, giving those top yes. players time to rise to the top. Um, I think it's great. It does. It's more of a marathon than a sprint. Um, I'm excited to see the difference in how the Pro Tour treats a Elite Series Plus event. It mm-hmm. it means. To me, no more than what an elite series is. Um, but I just want to hear from the players kind of where they treated better. Was the grounds kept a little bit better? Um, will there be better coverage um, for us yeah. fans to watch? All those things are kind of, this is kind of one of those events that the Pro Tour is putting more eggs in this basket. So I want to see how it how it plays out for us watching. Um, for sure. And then I'm nervous because they're on one property, but they're playing two different courses. And I found out they're doing two on the first two days, like one course on the first two days, and then one course the last two days. And obviously on a golf course, a lot of the shots are kind of the same. The course layout is similar, but having two and two, I would be really worried if one guy can just absolutely shred the first two holes separate separate himself and then like the second one just doesn't fit his style which obviously you have to have a well-rounded style to like roll in a game to be successful on on tour but if one course plays more unfair or uneven than the other and it happens to be unfair on the last last two days. Like it just be kind of disappointing. So, yeah, I never thought about that. I I guess I didn't. I didn't really care if it was two and two because yeah. it's like just like yeah, you know, yeah, it's kind of logistically a little bit easier to to, to just say hey, these first two days you're here, these second two days you're here, rather than yeah. doing okay here flip flop here flip flop kind of thing. Yeah. But I think I agree with your point that 
it probably would be better in terms of uh tournament competition. Yeah. If it were every other, but yeah. Either it, way, it'll be good to watch. Di- it's different than be- because it's a golf course, there's not going to be like one is fully open and one is fully wooded. Like a ledge stone where it's like straight woods for one course and open for the other, like and that one you need a flip flop. Mm-hmm. You can't just have the woods players shred and then just like try hold on at the end and you don't want to have to have your open bombers like struggling in the woods to to finish up a tournament. So that's all I'm looking forward to. Um four days. That's an extra day to watch disc golf. So I'm gonna try watch as much of it as I can tomorrow for sure. Yeah. My dad's coming in town this weekend. Nice. So that'll be good. Nice. And uh, uh, last time he came in town when there was a disc golf tournament going on, he was like totally chilled to watch with me. He enjoyed it yeah. and then fell asleep on the couch. So just like Shout regular out to golf. Pops. Just like regular golf. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah the, the Saturday afternoon, you finish mowing the lawn, you come inside, you eat some lunch, you sit down on the couch, you're watching an afternoon round of golf and you just clonk out like yeah. that. Yeah. Sounds this is so old man of me, but that sounds like a dream. I love that. Yeah. Um, are you going to break <laughs> out your your sticks and get out to play around a golf? We're playing Monday and Tuesday. Nice. So pretty excited. What what course are you going to play down there? We're playing uh, the Ridge at Castle Pines on Monday. And then on Tuesday, my birthday, we're going to play uh, Fossil Trace up in Littleton. Okay. So, is that yeah. the one that has like big stones and fossils? The rocks like... in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think I think that's that was of course my dad wanted to play, so nice. I was like, let's do it. Yeah, that'd be fun. I haven't played golf in a long time. I hit the range like two weeks ago, so that was good. Mm. Make sure I can. I was still looking... make contact with the ball. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at my. Uh, I have a golf app that log all my rounds in and it gives me gps and stuff and it's yeah it's pretty pretty good and free my last round was in august and then i played one round in july one round in june this is of last year Mm -hmm. and then the time before june was august of the previous year and then june and then december so i'm playing like i'm playing no i'm playing like three times a year is all i'm playing right now so yeah. This will be fun to actually get a uh, a couple or you know round back to back. Yeah, and then kind of a good distraction before USAMs. Yeah, Sweet. for sure. I I I played two rounds when I was in Denver, um, and golf in high altitude is so fun. Legit, it is so fun. Because not when only, you hit a nine iron, one hundred and seventy yards, you're like, oh my god, I'm a king, man. Not not only does the ball <laughs> go so much farther, but it stays straighter because really? there's not a yeah. Well, I mean, the, there's less air working against the ball to go straight, but if you hit some side spin, there's less air for it to send it in that direction. Hmm. Never thought about that. Yeah, I was just hitting. You just have to deal with wind, but yeah, yeah. I I started playing. Well, not started, but I played a lot in Oklahoma, so I know how to deal with wind. Indeed. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, let's get into some dealers 
choice. Yeah. Uh, I had the idea this last week or maybe the week before to do a dealer's choice of 20 questions to disc that I'm thinking of. And I think we'll probably revisit this segment, you know, later points because I think this is a a fun game, fun activity. But I'm curious to see your strategy to try to figure out what disc I'm thinking of. And I have two. I will give you the choice between number one or number two. Let's go number two. Okay. And then, hey, all right. Do you want to write it down and show it to the camera? I will turn around, not look. Ooh. To like hold each other accountable. I know that means what, I need to find paper. I know what mine is going to be. Oh, actually, I got paper in here. I mean, if you have it in your hand, you can just do that. Okay, I'm gonna show the camera. Okay, I'm not looking. Okay. Cool. Very good. It is written down and I will track your questions. You got my questions? Okay, okay. Um is it faster than a six and a half speed? Yes. Okay. That's that's good. Um is it faster than a ten and a half speed? Yes. Okay. So we're 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 in a distance driver. Okay, that's gonna be fun. Um is it I don't want to say overstable or understable. Um is the Fade greater than 2.5. Yes. Okay. So we are a pretty stable disc. Um, Is the turn uh, less than? negative 1.5 so that's like is it a negative two turn or is it a negative one or above yes or no questions sir i i'm clarifying the question because it's my question is is the turn it's actually less than negative 1.5 you're saying is it less than that yes and by that is yes so it's a negative two turn for clarification oh you said less than i'm thinking less closer to zero yeah so that that's why i was clarifying less there's there's less turn to this disc than but that's you see how like on a scale negative one is here and less yeah but if you say something has more turn you say something has more turn that means it has a higher number of turn yeah Right. Talk, I'm talking about numbers. Okay. Okay. Well, right. so it has it, it has less than two turn. One point five. One point five was my number. One point five. Okay. All okay. Right, whatever. Okay. So all right. So we are either a negative one or zero turn, three plus fade 
Um, I don't know glides. I got to find out what manufacturer this is. Um, is this a 12 speed? No. Okay. Um, is this an 11 speed? No. Okay. So it's a 13 speed or a 14. Um, does, uh, how's that? Does Discraft manufacture this disc? No. Does Innova manufacture this disc? I no, I but I, I like the question of manufacture. Yeah, I think that because, yeah, it, infinite is, no. Um, mm -hmm. Is this a trilogy disc? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we got to go out there. <laughs> I know. I as soon as I get out of those three, I'm like, who is this? Um, does MVP manufacture this disc? No. And I I did specify before the pod that I was not going to give a disc that was like some impossible random yeah. tiny yeah company like a it's not like the, a it's not the alpha discs or yeah. Um, do any pros have this in their bag? Wow, that's a very broad uh, and <laughs> broad question, but I will say no. <laughs> nice. Um, as in, I have not seen it in the bag from a pro with this disc in it. Sweet. I'm gonna try cheat and use infinite discs and do the advanced search. Why did it pull me up to that? I don't need discount. You can't do the advanced search. I know, I know, I know. You can use infinite discs to look at manufacturers or, or molds, but I, I you can't know, do the I advanced know. search. Um I just need to look at manufacturers because your boy is struggling. <laughs> it, it could be prodigy. Um because not yeah. Um, is it Prodigy? Nope. Okay. How many questions am I at? That was number 12. Okay. So I have some time. Um, I don't know if you would know this. Are there more than 2.5 variation of plastics? in this disc no okay so it's it's a very niche small run my computer is taking forever to load um error or sweet was this disc you have seven more guesses was this disc released in the last year 
Uh, no. Okay, so it's an old. I one. I want to. You can you make can, sure I can, can confirm that, but I am pretty positive the answer is no. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you even? Actually, no. I'm 100% confident. Okay. Okay. Is this Discmania? No. I can't even get who it is. In above. Thought space. Left side. Thought space is MVP. Yeah. 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 Um, You're going to kick yourself in the butt when you realize. Uh, no. One of the wording of your questions that you asked earlier. Uh, that's that's. Is it throwing me off? Am I getting off topic because of it? Mm hmm. Because it's a ten. It's a ten speed, isn't it? It's not a driver with less speed. Oh my gosh! You said it's it's greater than ten. Yeah. And 10. it's not 10. twelve or eleven. Those are your questions. Yeah, so I have them all written down. In my head that I go to 13 speed. And that's what I'm looking for. Which I could be very wrong cuz it could be a 10 speed. No, it's not a 10 speed. Oh. Okay. That's free before you. It's not 10. Yeah. Um you have 5 guesses left. And then at at uh after nineteen, I will give you one clue before your final guess. Okay. okay. Valid. Um. Is there a a pro who is sponsored by this company? Who creates this disc? What do you mean? Like, it's a it's a company who has a sponsored player on the Pro Tour, right? Yes. And they just don't throw this disc. Mm -hmm. Maybe, possibly. Um. Oh God, I just thirteen speed. All I think Four of more. Is, is nukes. And Ballista Pros, and oh, is this Castaplast? Yes. This oh, is is this your? I don't want to make that guess because they do have I think two thirteen speeds. Um, is the they they have three discs above twelve speed. Okay. And you have three guesses left, so you're welcome to guess whichever one you want. Yeah. Um, is it... I don't... See, I don't know that... It, is it your Rask? It is. Yeah. Nice. Good job. You finally got there. So the question that threw you off was you said, and I am only holding you to this because I'm holding you accountable... You said, is it Trilogy? No, I and know. no, this is not Trilogy. It's Latitude 64 manufactured now, but it's not Trilogy. I know. And I 
I did that on not on purpose, but because it it still wouldn't have been able to like change my guesses, kind of. Well, it could have been Discmania if you yeah had done a lot of two sixty four. Like it could have been in the evolution line, right? Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. Nice. Okay. Well then, you got two. You had two guesses left. You got it at eighteen. Hey, better late and than never. For proof of concept, Rask. There's your all your questions. Nice. <laughs> all right, I'll do the same. I'll do the same thing on my notes. Um, I'll keep my notes. Okay. Hey, do you have my, your disc picked out? Yeah, mine might be a little bit harder. That's fine. Guess. All right, I am and not I, looking. I I I already turned it away. You're good. Um, okay. It's not that hard, but it's harder because it's not in my bag, which is a guess and a hint for you. So there you go. All right, go ahead. Okay, thanks for the freebie. Yeah. Um, is this a driver? No. Sweet. Is this disc more commonly in baseline plastic? Yes. Um, is this disc Less than a one point five or a two point five speed. I might have to check. My initial thing is no. Is this disc considered actually? specify yeah is this disc uh greater than a 2.5 fade that i will need even more clarification and do you want me to go off of what infinite is saying or what i believe or um, kind of maybe a mix of both because like, uh, infinite shows the Rask as a zero four, but on the actual disc, it says it's a negative one, three. Okay. That will help. And so like, I'm kind of going off of what the disc says. Yeah. I think that's more, not like true per se, but it is better, but consistent. Yeah. Um, okay, so is it more than 2.5 fade? I don't think so. And it's more commonly found in baseline plastic, correct? Yes. Okay, just confirming that. Um, is this disc manufactured by Latitude 64? No. 
Is it manufactured by Innova? No. Hmm. Is it manufactured by MVP? No. Is it manufactured by Discraft? No. Wow. Not Lot 264, not Innova, not MVP, not Discraft. Uh, is this disc manufactured by Prodigy? Yes. All right. Uh, is this disc in the A series? No, we said it was slower than a 2.5. No, I said, is this disc? I said, is this disc less than 2.5 speed? And you said no. I said it was. I have written down, you said no. For the speed? Less than? Yeah. Yeah, less than 2.5. Oh. Well, Meaning think... two or oh. one. Oh. According. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. So what were you, what was that net last question then? Uh, my My third question was, is the speed less than 2.5? So, no. Okay. And then this last one was A series. Yeah, no. No? No. Is it in the PA series. Yes. Okay. And then you have you have more than five guesses to guess all five of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the stability is less than 2.5, which yeah. I don't think is any of them. Even the PA one's a two. Yeah. Um, it, and you don't bag this disc, so I know it's not a PA3. But I don't bag that anymore. Uh, does this disc have a turn of zero? Yes. Is this disc the PA2? No. Dang it. Is it the <laughs> PA1? Yes. Sweet. Lovely. Yep. I got it in 14. Nice. I like that. I like that. Um, it's kind of like my speed of like 7.5 or like, like my speed. Is it a fairway or faster or mid? Um, but you did the. Um, I just what, said driver. Yeah. But you said what plastic is it most commonly found in? Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Which was. 
that's a good like dividing question yeah because like that would give me like i could say mid-range right but like it gives you a very specific even putters are like putters like zones right i would say are more commonly found in premium plastic yes and even like i'm thinking of innova like a mako 3 or a rock 3 or not rock uh, a mako 3 or what's another fairway that is premium but if i say mm-hmm. baseline like that's a rock you know that's a rock a rock, a rock 3 yeah because a rock like, 3 is premium yes yeah exactly like rock threes are are hardly ever made in baseline, yeah. but rocks are made in baseline. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Well, I don't know how good impression. of podcasting that was. Probably not great because there was probably a lot of pauses. So put us on two on two speed for that section, everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then come back down to one point five for the rest of the song. Yeah. Perfect. But that was fun. We'll come. This is more for our Maybe audience, that, our that, visual audience. Yeah, that might not YouTube, be a, a so. uh, that may not be a the best podcast section. But you know what we should have done. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thought that was a lot of fun. Next time we do that is you take off your headphones and like turn around, and I will say what the disc is for our audience. Uh, our, our, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, instead of just visually showing it, so we got to think of unless think the of audience is trying to guess along with us, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that, but I think it's you more never fun. Know. But then the audio, the audio listener could just you know skip forward fifteen seconds and say, "All yeah. right, I'm not going to listen to this question now." Yeah, but not hard to do. So, all right. Sick. Well, oddly enough, I have a, I only have one PA one, and it is in a premium plastic. I have had fun fact one before. I really liked it. I don't know when I had it. But it's deep. It, it was fun to throw for me. Yeah, it is deep. But it is such a sick disc. Yeah, the king yeah, of the I, forest. I remember seeing, by you. seeing that one. You showed that to me. Also, so. one of my favorite things that I used to say when I first got into to disc golf was Seppo starting every one of his videos. He would say, "Alrighty, folks, it is your boy Seppo Bayou here," yeah. and he would say that in every single video, and yeah. I would just say that all the time. I'd be like. Alrighty, folks. It is your boy Sip up by you here. Yeah, and I don't know why. It, it's so funny it how me people laugh at myself every time. Get their kind of signature slogan like picked out for them, but it's really important because phrases. Yeah, you you gotta have them to kind of get that notoriety. You can put that on a disc. You can you just play that on repeat. Everyone knows kind of what's to come, so it's good. Very good. All righty. Well, upcoming this weekend, yep. your boy Michael Harris has a disc golf tournament at La Mirada Disc Golf Course in yeah. Southern California. It is a two-round tournament. Yep, two-round, one round each day. Um, there's two courses, so... That, on the a, same piece of property though right yeah it, it's a huge park it's, park. it's massive yeah, yeah. there yeah it's it's a fun course i mean it's i wouldn't say it's world famous but it's it's famous it's it's, it's kind of the old school yeah of course it's, it's co- disc coastal famous yeah like if you're anywhere in southern california you will kind of 
drive out of your way at the opportunity to play at La Mirada. For sure. Which that and Huntington Beach are the two courses on my wish list when I come down to visit you. Yeah. And yeah, there it's it's uncoincidentally kind of the only two courses <laughs> courses in Southern California. So that's maybe unfortunately sadly true. But yeah. Properties we too, want to properties too expensive. So it's true. Can't 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 use it on disc golfers. It's also true. Yeah. Well, we want to hear what is in your bag. And by we, I mean the royal we, as in all of us listeners want to know what you're bagging for this tournament. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you questions and okay. I'll let you go off. And I want to start first with your putters. Cool. Um, I have two new putters um, sponsored by Lone Star. I have not fulfilled my 90% bag yet. You still got time. I got time and I just can't buy their discs right now. They are sold out everywhere all the time. Um, but I did get my hands on two putters. I really like them. Um, they're the same one, but the cash. Very low profile. They have a little bit of a, a dome. I mean, not dome, a um, concave to them. Puddle um, top. Puddle top, yeah. So I... I really like the feel of them. Um, I don't know if I like the soft or the hard better. Um, it's supposed to be kind of warm this weekend. Not that warm, like mid-70s. Um, but warmer than we've had during the week. Um, so I think I'm going to use the hard a little bit more. But I have two of those. So I'm liking them. I mean, you kind of, if one's suiting you well, you stick to it. Yeah. And if one's not, then you bailed to the other one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I mean it's some people are superstitious on you need to have the same one of the same like an exact replica yeah. backup. But I I I kind of like having two different plastics because sometimes I'm just not feeling one. Sometimes the weather does get bad. Sometimes it is really hot or my fingers are dry. So like having two different plastics in the same mold make it that I can cover more like environmental distractions obstacles that's the word I mean, you, you and I are such good putters that we need a distraction sometimes <laughs> yes for sure yeah I'm going on a week uh, a week and a half of putting with these and my confidence is an all-time high so I feel, like, really? I, that's I, feel great. like I can't miss outside of 12 feet so Oh, love it. Yeah. That's my comfort Wait, zone. Wait, you mean inside or outside? I I can't miss inside of 12 feet, but outside is... Okay, you said... Yeah, I did say outside. outside. I, I, meant, I meant my comfort zone is kind of inside 12 feet. Um, No, it, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Once I get to tournament, like, I feel like I focus a little bit more and let my natural stroke kind of happen and... Either sometimes I'm I'm feeling it and I'm on for a day or or I'm off, and um, I I don't let it get to me as much as it used to for sure. Um, is do you want me going to the next one? Yeah, and then your throng putters. Yeah, um, I have two. 
I got a inner core. Just from your boy. Yep. Straight straight up shots. Um lower tunnels. Just anytime I need a it it's not it's just reliably straight. So this will be my, my touchy one hundred and fifty foot to hundred foot like standstill just put a little spin on it and it just kind of holds dead straight without fading out too much. So I like How it. How far away do you feel confident throwing that disc? Because I like to throw it very far distances, but not everybody does. Um, I feel comfortable out to probably one, like 175, 200, like 200, like really comfortable. Um, I can obviously throw it farther um but when i have more distance to cover i kind of rely on the next disc because i know it doesn't have the opportunity to go farther sure so i I use the inner core when i'm like doing half swings because i know it'll get me there but then when i have to do a more 80 percent or more swing I rely on the caltrop because I know it is not going to go too far. Whereas the inner core, if I sometimes get on it, it it can just go. So, yeah, it does glide for sure, and the caltrop does not glide. And it, that caltrop you found at a used bin in uh, at the spinners on the green. Yeah, in, Ari- shop, in Arizona, which my last was a. You were trying to find, you've been trying to a find replacement. one for forever because you have your yeah. yellow trusty one that you've had for years. Yeah. yeah, that one is retired, which is great. Good. Yeah, it On flies like a, it flies like an inner core. It it's not stable at all <laughs> anymore. Um, yeah. it's not on the wall. Just well, I guess it is on the wall, but not like hanging up this way. It's on my rack in the garage. So ah, I got my wall. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're throwing the. The Caltrop and the inner core. Yeah. Any other throwing putters? Because I know you classify something that I would consider a putt and approach disc. You classify that as a mid. Yeah. Um, no. Not I don't have any other deep, slow throwing putters. Okay. Um, going up to my mids, I only have three. Um, I'm going to go the most stable and the shortest throwing is the A3. Um, just, it's like a zone. What plastic is that one? 500. So just super nice, super stable, but I can get enough distance out of it. Um, can throw a little, little flexes. It's your typical stable approach disc so yep I, I like it um and then a new addition to the bag got the lone star harpoon um harpoon in alpha alpha yep it's just Does yours have dome to it it has very slight dome it's it's okay. not domey but it definitely has a rounded top to it, it is not board flat my baseline ones don't have dome to it, but my that's nice. My alpha does. My Bravo doesn't. 
because it's so gummy. It just doesn't yeah. have the dome. Yeah. But my alpha does. So I'm going to like do the heat a pot of boiling water and sit it on top of it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. It, it I mean, it doesn't feel the same as the A3, but it has the same shallowness to it. And it just goes a little bit farther, a little bit straighter, but it's, I feel just as comfortable throwing it. So it does the job really well. And then my only like true mid range is a X. Um, yeah. I don't throw it often. Um, but when I do, I just trust it and I know it's going to flip up, ride dead straight, and then just like gently come back down. Like it's just, it's just seasoned perfectly where it's not that overstable anymore and it's not squirrely on me mid flight. It kind of just holds um, a straight line no matter what angle I put it on. So I really, I'm really liking it for sure. Sweet. Uh, fairways. I got, I got moving up to fairways. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be in no particular order because okay. that's not how I organize my bag. Um, I got a mockingbird, alpha plastic, super domey. It's kind of my just throw my furthest shot with that disc. It just, it just goes. And it's weird because throw it on any it'll hold an any you throw it flat it'll turn over like not to roller but like it'll turn but if you throw it with just a touch of hyzer it'll hold it the entire time it won't like flip up flat so i don't have like i have confidence in being able to throw it far but i don't have the most like angle control confidence with it yet just because i haven't thrown it that often so there's a so, lot of op- there's a lot of open ripped, holes. You ripped that disc real far the other day. Yeah, and I just I love the feel of it. it has nice deep rim. Um, it's comfortable park style course. I there's a few holes I can just throw it as far as I want. Um, so I'm gonna do that a few times with it. Sweet. Um, I have a scepter. I think even when I get to full Lone Star, that one might stay in the bag because it is just that reliable forehand disc. That's all I'm going to use it for. Um, I could use I could use it backhand, but it just feels really good forehand, flat top, shallow. Um, I like it. So there's a few holes. I'll uh, be using that one. And then this disc, I mean, you, I've talked about throwing it before, but surprised me a lot today and I threw it really, really well, and it's growing on me, is my AJ Carey founder's... Brazos? Brazos, yeah. Um, I was throwing this how I throw my... I don't know if it was as far, but like I was getting flights similar to my Explorer. Um, so I'm going to go out to the field the next two days, um, so yeah, it was very surprising, very happy with how I was throwing it today. Um, and it's going to be challenging this next disc, the Mad Cat, for kind of like my go-to fairway um, slot. Um, 
So I would you say it's more stable than a Thunderbird for you, or is it about the same? Um, I've never thrown a, a Thunderbird ever. More stable than a Firebird? No, no, no. This thing, this thing is. If you throw it on Heiser, it'll kind of hold that the whole way. It can flip up slightly, but it's not. It's not going to turn. Um, if you throw it hard and flat it'll just stay flat and like ride and then fade out. Um, it's just a very controllable. It seems like it has more glide than the Brazos, which is why I liked it right away. Um, but I was throwing them pretty equally today. So, um, yeah, I would agree with that sentiment, but yeah, there's definitely times where you're throwing the discs, same distance anyways. Yeah. Um, even though they're different speeds, uh, last um, Lone Star Fairway is going to be the Frio. Um, just kind of like you got a lot of Lone Star in your bag already. I know, That's sweet. I know, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I don't know how often I will be reaching for these, but I can, I will, I'm starting to gain confidence in them, um, for sure. This one is just a nice flip up, stay straight, and then gentle finish, kind of like my. My beat in Explorer. Um, so, is it getting good glide for you? It's hit and miss. Like sometimes it glides really well, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I feel like it gets a lot of mid-flight turn, and it's very like touchy on that angle. Like mm-hmm. if you get it right and get it to go flat at the top, it does go forever. But if you release it too flat, it'll just kind of turn and like fall out of the sky turning on you. So um, the next ones I have are we'll go quicker because these are all I've had them. SPZ3 just Spizza. yeah, comfortable. It goes a long ways. Not as stable as it used to be, but I can still throw it far and there's a lot of holes I need a turnover shot on. Um, at this course, and not a forehand. It's, so it's a turnover. Would you throw that for more turn than the Mockingbird? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel comfortable because that one, if I release it on Heiser, will turn, and then can still gently fade back. Whereas the Mockingbird, you throw it on Heiser, it's just going to stay on that angle the whole time. Um, so, like, I feel like I can carve lines with this one really well um and then when i need just a little bit more turn um i got a falk the negative two one i lost it in a tree ended up climbed up shook it down so i got that i really like it um probably the farthest flying disc in my bag right now is the the lots lots i don't know it's a lots um it's that perfect stability where you can throw it as hard as you want and it gets that gentle s turn so it's like it actually glides for you um but it's still reliable enough to come back and the mad cat is a tick more stable than that it's a lot more stable yeah and the scepter is more stable than the mad cat yes the 
I would say the Mad Cat is more stable mid-flight, but less stable on the finish. The Scepter is... The Scepter will get a flip up and can turn, but will dump more at the end and can get like some ground play and skip. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Do you then, like the Mad Cat feel in your hand for forehand or have you thrown it forehand yet? I have. Um, it's not bad. I only I threw it like three times forehand. I'm gonna okay. go out to the field tomorrow and like, but it handled any like angle I put it on. Um, I just for now I like I like the color glow scepter. I've used it a lot more forehand. So, um, and then the last two discs are explorers. This will be the last tournament with the yellow one. Very sad. And then I got the tick more stable white one. Um. So I feel like you have a lot of overlap in your fairways just with some of the new Lone Star. Yeah. Is that because you're still just kind of working the Lone Star in? Yes. it's I'm working the Lone Star in. Do you think in. you'll use them during the tournament? Possibly. Um, but I'm not like, it just depends how much confidence I have and what the shot requires. Like if the shot requires a, like one of them I have, like 40 feet before I have a gap to hit to on a par four. So it's like, I really have to trust my release angle and the angle after that, I'm going to mm-hmm. rely on my explorers where if yeah. there's a 280 foot uphill shot that you have to throw a disc, basically three thirty, I could rip mm-hmm. on a mad cat or my Frio to get it up that hill. Like it's just, launch it up and let it kind of do its thing. Um, but when it's a very specific, I just don't have the full confidence in For sure. my, my releasing them. So that, that I do have a lot of yep. overlap, but it's also to kind of, when I take this Work bag with in. me to compare and like, oh, like if I throw the Frio exactly next to my Explorer, how do they feel? How do they fly? And I could compare. Mm-hmm. Cause like I have used those, those last five fairways very often and for a long time now which is what i'm so excited to try new plastic and discs is to like get to those kind of same spots um in my bag um and i just got four drivers um this is a very yeah very fairway friendly course um not overly long some of the holes are long but it's not overly um I have a season drive that I got out of the lake. Drive. Yep. I lost that one on hole 18 at uh, Vista, not Vista, at, um, what's the memorial course? Fountain Hills. Fountain Hills. Yeah. I always forget that one. I know. So got a, a season drive. Um, flies really good. Um, I'll need it for a few shots. Uh, got a season grace. Just goes far, mm-hmm. holds, any, holds any angle. Um, got my workhorse, my G-Star Destroyer. Um, this is another disc. I think this and the Scepter are the two that I would keep as my part of my 90% out of my mm-hmm. full bag um, until I find or season something in to like give me those flights. Um, and then for my overstable is a warbird. 
or I guess this is a yeet, yeet. actually, but it's the same thing. Um, I absolutely love that disc. It's it's definitely overstable for me, but it's like a workable. It's like it's not my max distance. Like I can throw the mockingbird farther. I can throw my <laughs> my lots farther, but it is very reliable and very comfortable. And I think after six months of using it, whatever, it's kind of beating it in, hitting more trees and everything. It could be a really good disc for me. So I'm really excited. Are you one. trying to use that to get far distance forward and far distance to the right on a back end? The yeet? Yeah. Right right now. Like are you are you um, big skip ground play with it? I am. I'm using it so like I want a disc that I can just kind of mash over on and have it go straight for a long time and then as soon as it slows down skip and come back. Um and that's how that's what I like with my drivers is not having to be so angle sensitive on the release um i'm not a good hyzer flip to get max distance i'm a mm -hmm. i'm gonna kind of lean back get my elbow up throw it because somehow i get i get way better nose angle when i'm on leaning, any yes leaning back and yep. kind of throwing Makes it on sense. like so when i throw it like that i get way more like i give it the turn and it will go straight for a long time, and then it'll fade back. Um, mm -hmm. And that's kind of what the my my destroyer is. I throw it just a touch of hyzer, but I can still like power through it, and it'll it'll get a nice long turn before it finishes. Sweet. So, yeah, I really like it. Um, the great disc. What's the distance comparison between? Rive and your explorers. I would maybe, I would maybe say your white explorer, your newer one. They're they're about the same, but the explorer okay. the explorer <laughs> is three hundred and seventy feet dead straight, and the rive is three hundred seventy feet with a hook at the end, or kind of like turning the whole time so if i need to you go fading the whole time yeah yeah fading not turning yeah so like if i need to go around an object or an obstacle i can mm -hmm. do my more overstable the rive and just like have it turning the whole time fading yeah. into the basket whereas if i need a tight tunnel straight shot i can go the explore and it just it just glides and then you'll just sit that down at the end. And that's what I like Sweet. about the fairways. That's why my lots go so furthest. That's why I like the SPZ3 is like I get max distance on very straight throws. Yeah, um, same. And so they feel really comfortable in my hand. Um, I can throw most of them forehand and backhand. Uh, so a lot of discs, but... A lot of overlap, but they're going to be kind of replaced in 
washed out soon. Yeah, you're you're tr- you're transitioning. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so it's fun. Sick. Well, mm-hmm. that's the bag. Yeah, stacked up right here. And I would say I would say that's the pod, but we do just need to address that we are in fact our two minute drill is tournament prep baby getting yeah. that field work, getting that building that confidence making them putts just mm-hmm. getting ready for the tournament yeah i watched a good video so, to, sweet to, yeah I'm excited to follow yep it'll be fun tournaments are always fun to it's, it's why we do all the practice that we do is to get out and compete so we're competitors yep I got two more days. Not that to I dial not, not that in. I was t- keeping track that I beat you in the twenty questions game, but whatever. I beat twenty one questions. Is it twenty I or be- twenty one questions? It's twenty questions. I think it's twenty one questions. I think it's twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's twenty one when you have open ended questions. It's twenty questions when you're trying to guess an object. Okay. Didn't know. Yeah. That would be my guess. Like 21 questions is like one of those first date games where you're just like, oh, what's your favorite movie? What do you like to do (laughs) on your free time? Like that's, that's where you ask those 21 questions. Whereas 20 questions. That's been years for us. I'm sure kids don't do that anymore. Maybe. I don't know. They just go, yo, what's your, what's your Snapchat? And then say, yo, let me get your snap. Let me take pictures of my wall or my floor, send it to you. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. So. Classic. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next next time we do this, we will be together live in person. So that'll be fun. Come hang out. It's going to be exciting. Um, a lot of fun content coming out. So stick around to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Instagram. Yep. All that stuff. So thanks for listening and lefties out. Peace.